This portion of the Voices of Highland podcast is brought to you by Bailout Escape Rooms, located in downtown Highland. If you're looking for something fun and unique, check out Bailout Escape Rooms, where they have themed rooms full of puzzles and clues to solve in order to escape the room in one hour. To book your adventure, go to bailoutescaperooms.com and see if you have what it takes to escape. Today we have the honor of having Tracy Reekman, the founder of Leaps of Love from Highland. Tracy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. So Tracy, why don't you start out telling the, the listeners a little bit about Leaps of Love? Well, Leaps of Love, I started it 10 years ago. So we're having our 10-year anniversary actually in the month of May. So pretty excited about that. But we service families affected by childhood brain tumors and late effects of childhood cancer after I was um brought to my attention by the late effects clinic at St. Louis Children's Hospital. I actually worked for another organization for 10 years here in Highland, um, the organization His Kids, and I'd worked there for 10 years. And then I saw a need of kids that were kind of um, getting left behind because of their disabilities or their late effects of childhood cancer. So that's when I was approached by St. Louis Children's hospital with their new late effects clinic of some, they're looking for someone to start an organization or do some kind of support within them to educate the families on keeping um, their, them abreast of even when their child is considered in remission or cancer-free, they still need to keep up with the late effects clinics because there are so many late effects happening and not just right away, but it could be at that time when they approached me, it was leukemia kids that were um, all of a sudden 10 to 15 years out of their treatment and starting to have seizures. So all of this, um, started getting more and more different issues that the kids were having. So like I said, they approached me back in 2009, actually, and was looking for someone to help educate families on late effects. So that's where Leaps of Love started back in 2010. So let's take us to 2010. What? How did you get it started here in Highland? Did it, did it start from your home? Did you start from a building right away? Nope. I actually started from home, thought I could be good, work in my basement, um, had a window down there. So I thought this will be fine. But then I kept <laughs> going outside and doing, you know, the lawn and landscaping and laundry. Typical and, distractions you know, you were being home. at home. <laughs> exactly. Kind of like with the coronavirus, you know, people are finding themselves. It's harder to kind of focus on work because you're at home and there's so many projects to do. So I actually volunteered up at the uh, Chamber of Commerce here in Highland back in 2010, uh, actually 2009, helped them get through Christmas and the Christmas parade. And then I noticed that there was an extra room there and asked them if they would be interested in, in renting it out to me. So started um, February, I believe, of 2010 in the Highland Chamber of Commerce building. Was there until 2018 where we moved into the old Plaza Dental building. Um, so I have my office up here, still like to be on the square you know, right in the midst of the community. So I get a lot more exposure, doing a lot more things within the community to get the awareness of childhood cancer. So I'm really liking it here. And I think, like I said, the last 10 years have really brought 
a lot of attention to childhood cancer. And as you know, the men's beauty pageant was one of my biggest fundraisers that we had. So um, with my two uh, pageants that we had and the 22 guys that have been bringing the awareness out there, it's really brought the community together and like I said, brought awareness to childhood cancer. So getting to talk about what I actually do with late effects and brain tumor kids is even more special. So I appreciate you having me here with that. But everything that Leaps of Love does, we do as the family as a whole, because the divorce rate of childhood cancer is probably um, in the 80s to 90%, because it just takes on so much um, stress on the family. So like I said, everything that we do is family oriented. Um, We do family weekend retreats. Um, We do family outings, whether ball games or, you know, also have the wonderful Highland Speedway here in Highland that we've done for the last uh, seven years. We have Leaves of Love Night at the Races, which we have a full fun day of the drivers bring up their cars and we do a meet and greet and then we play games in the afternoon. And the last three or four years, the Highland community has actually um, we'll bring their business or something and bring a game because we do like carnival games. And then that way they get to interact and meet some of the families that they're supporting through Leaps of Love. So it's just a fun day altogether. We have dinner out there and then go to the track. And like I said, the community, if you come out that day, it, it's amazing because you, like I said, you can interact with the families and get to know them and they love to share their story and get more exposure out there because the more we can get awareness of childhood cancer, the better off it is because child Childhood cancer statistically only gets four percent of funding. Oh wow! I didn't which is that. N- yes, it's totally crazy. I mean, I know there's other cancers out there, and I get that they get a bigger percentage, and that's wonderful. But if childhood cancer is getting more and more, um, becoming more and more of an issue, and if we only have four percent, what's our future going to hold? If all these kids are going to get cancer and, and and not be able to to be productive as an adult in, in our society. So trying to get that awareness out there, like I said, you'll see more than four come across my Facebook page quite a bit. So that's kind of what we're trying to get across. Childhood cancer, pediatric cancer needs more than 4% of funding, you know, so our, our future will the thrive. The families that you serve, how, how do you get in touch with those families? Do they contact you or do you have a resource that brings them to your organization? I have a very good rapport with all three of the hospitals that I work with, with Mercy, Cardinal Glennon, and St. Louis Children's. So I work very, very closely with them, and they recommend families to us. I do have an occasional word by mouth or get all to me on my Facebook page. Um, I hate to say it, but I've been burnt in the past. So I'm very, very cautious about that. So they have to give me a lot of information if they come to me outside of the hospital so that I can verify that they are being treated at a hospital, that everything is is legit. So every family that I deal with um, has to be kind of screened with the medical staff and the social workers at the hospital. Usually when I get that okayed with them, I will take them a laundry basket full of goodies, which can't really do with coronavirus right now, but um, we'll usually throw in some cleaning supplies or, you know, uh, toiletries, stuff like that in the laundry basket. And then I actually will go and meet them, whether it's at the hospital or in their home. And then also when I go to meet them in their home, it kind of gives me an idea of what their actual needs are, not so much their wants, but their needs. And that way we can better serve them through Leaps of Love of, you know, things that they're actually struggling with. And then that kind of 
gives them a little stress relief so that they can focus on their child. So kind of doing a little extra to make sure that, you know, everything is legit and that we are servicing them properly in the right way. Can you talk a little bit about the services that you do provide for the families that you serve? Well, there's so many, and I know I I kind of <laughs> take it for granted because I just do things. Once they become um, in the Leafs Love family, they more or less are part of my families. I have taken families to the hospital. I go to the hospital when um, some of the families are going to have meetings with their medical staff. I will offer my services to come and meet them there so that I can entertain the kids and possibly their siblings as well. I can keep them busy so that the parents can actually focus on what the doctors are saying and ask them you know, more questions that they probably are, you know, sometimes they're just distracted by their child being there. And if it's some kind of bad news that way, they're more comfortable with asking the doctor with the child not being in in the room, or if they want the child in the room, you know, that that's good too. It all kind of depends on the ages of that. Um, But we give them gas cards uh, quite a bit. Um, With this coronavirus, since I'm not able to go in actually meet the new families. We've been putting them on a list and we've started an Amazon list under Leaps of Love as well, but we will send them either an Amazon card or put them on a list for any kind of toiletries and cleaning supplies. And And I always have to tell them, you know, you are on a list. When it will get there, I don't know. <laughs> but sometime in the near future, when it's available, you will be getting toilet paper or, you know, Clorox wipes or stuff like that. So I'm try to keep up with them as much as I can and try to service them and let them know that we are here. Um, But we do, like I said, uh, family retreats. We do one in the springtime, which unfortunately we had to cancel because of COVID-19. But that is where we take six to eight families to St. Charles, Missouri, and they're all brain tumor families that Um, we serve. Mostly they're newer ones, so kind of gives them an outside support system. We do transform them into a pirate on Saturday. I have a family chaperone that goes along with every family that we have so that they can hang out with the family and the parents that way can kind of let their guard down a little bit and really enjoy the weekend, make it more relaxing because there's, there's like an extra babysitter there to help them with the kids. And then we take the parents out on Saturday evening, take them out to dinner so that they also have time to do some sharing just between the adults and the parents. And then the kids stay back at the hotel with all the chaperones and have a fun little pizza party and and fun little stuff like that. Sunday, we do some more fun things. It's just a good free weekend. Everything that we do with our families is completely free to them. Even to get there, I send them a gas card so that they have no expenses to, you know, for their travel to get back and forth to the places that we go. Um, but just like I said, servicing the family as a whole is is our main objective. And we also do a retreat in the fall for families that are affected with either late effects that they're already experiencing or the hospital usually recommends me specific families that they think are at a higher risk that will probably develop late effects earlier. So we work with them and try to educate them. I will send, uh, if I'll get a, a message from the late effects, because you know your doctors always send you a yearly, it's time for your checkup. And a lot of families, they think, oh, nope, I'm cancer-free. That part of our journey is over. I just want to be rid of it. So 
they kind of get fallen behind or get lackadaisical on it. So I will send them a reminder or I'll reach out to them that, you know, it's very important for you to keep up with this. So we just try to educate the families and keep them on track with the late effects clinics because not only are they going to help their child if they relapse, but it also does a lot of research for the newly diagnosed kids that are out there and, you know, what kind of protocols to take and what kind of medicines or chemotherapies are they doing with certain people which are causing more late effects or more cancers are developing from it. So it's kind of a research thing as well. So it's it's helping out on both ends. So we do a lot of educating throughout the year. The families are all invited to our Facebook page. But then if I see a similar diagnosis or their same diagnosis, we have been setting up different Facebook groups for them. And then that way they can chat amongst each other. Like I said, we do a lot, a lot of things and do it as the family, the, um, the Leaps of Love night at the races. Hopefully will still happen. That's August 1st. So that's something we do. Um, Four years ago, we also were approached, well, actually approached by some of the parents that have already been on retreat with us and have lost their children to cancer. And they were asking if there would be something that we would be interested in doing to help with grief. So I know there's a lot of grief workshops and different things out there, but there's really not anything that we we kind of put together and we call it our good grief getaway and it's for both parents and we take them away we've been going to the lake of the ozarks the last couple of years but it's just a time for them to get away and do their grief amongst each other because who knows better of what they're going through you know you have a lot of family and friends which are wonderful and try to help you through your grief process but it's just something when somebody can relate of also losing a child to cancer um, that kind of lets them at ease and actually talk and cry and laugh and we can talk about their child like their child is still here and nobody looks at them funny or we've even taken trips to cemeteries to see each other's children's grave sites you know and it's, it's something that we just kind of work together with the families and the groups that we have each year um whatever we can do to make the grief process. And a lot of the times the dads hold so much in and for them to see other fathers that are going through it and can talk to them has been huge. So our good grief getaways have been such a blessing. And we're now, since there's so many, I just keep adding a couple every year. We're also going to be doing good grief outings, which is where the families will actually, the siblings will actually get to meet each other. So we were supposed to do that in the spring too, but of course COVID got us there. So we're hoping to maybe do something in the fall, a picnic or something, because there, there's so many times the kids connect. It's funny because I only recently found this out at last year's Leaps of Love night at the races where there was two girls that came running up to each other and they were like hugging and they're like, I finally got to meet you. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, well, their parents had went on the good grief and had introduced the kids via Facebook, but they've never got to meet in person. So when they came to Leaps of Love night at the races, they actually got to meet each other. And I, yeah, they're telling the story. I'm bawling and I'm like, okay, we got to do something here. So that's where we come up. We're going to do the good grief outing with just the family. So they get to meet each other as well. So the connections alone are amazing. Well, it sounds like you're creating like a safe place for them to share their grief and connect as, as a family. And that's a wonderful thing. So before we get into the other funder, because I know there's a lot that you guys do. 
let me ask you this. Do you have volunteers that help you with all of this? Because it sounds like you do a lot go, by going to the hospitals and things like that. Do you have employees that help you or do you have, is it all volunteer? It is all volunteer work. I work on a volunteer basis myself. Everything is, it's, I'm kind of like a one man band as I call myself. Not the best singer, but I, I think I'm pretty good. But um, but I do do most of it alone. Like I said, all my retreats, I have volunteers come in. A lot of people want to come in and volunteer, which I don't have a lot in my office to do. I have a ta- occasionally taken people to the hospital with me if they're interested in, you know, seeing actually what I do. Um, now with not having to do mailings as much, you know, via the internet has been amazing and Facebook pages and Instagram. So I don't have a lot of that kind of volunteer work. Um, always looking for nurses because every event that I have, I take a nurse with me. I am not a medical person whatsoever. I actually have a fear of blood. So if if somebody bleeds, I usually will pass out. So it's kind of a joke with a lot of my kids because I've been to the hospitals before and they're like, they have to do a blood draw. And I'm always like, okay, I'll step out. And they're like, (laughs) why? And I'm like, because I don't want to see your blood. I will pass out. So a lot of my older kids that have been around, that's the, that's the running joke. It's like, don't bleed with Tracy. But, um, like I said, I just become part of their family. I, I do a lot of like I said, trips to the hospital, anything that I can help them with, uh, taking people to the hospital, giving gas, gas cards, go and visit anytime I can. Um, when I get a new diagnosis or a new family in there, I make sure that I go and visit them and meet them. So when I do want to help them, they already have a face and a name together. Uh, but yeah, I, I do have a lot of volunteers. Um, Anybody that wants to be a family chaperone on our trips have to be 18 and older and they can apply on on our Facebook our webpage. I'm sorry. Um, they can apply under there under the volunteer application. Um, but always always looking for new faces that want to do things. And I find that one I do get some volunteers. Um trying to do more fundraising or, you know, the more funds that we get in, the more events we can do, and therefore just like the Leaps Love Night of the Races, it's become huge with volunteers coming in and putting games together. And it's it's not so much their a volunteer type part, but it's it's helping them become part of Leaps of Love and helping them service these families. So I guess that would be more of my volunteer route. So let's dive into the fundraisers because I know that there's several that you do. Um, we can talk about the, uh, what did you call it? The ladies? <laughs> Miss LOL pageant. <laughs> I'll let you enter. Yes. <laughs> the Miss LOL pageant has been, uh, my dad brought it to my attention years and years ago. He was actually, uh, did a beauty pageant, um, for the Boy Scouts back in 1976. And it's always kind of stuck with him. So back in 2014, we, I decided to try it. Um, gathered up 10 men to dress up and do a beauty pageant and just the camaraderie within those 10 men and helping me raise awareness for childhood cancer was phenomenal. So when we decided to do it again in 2019, I had those 10 participants come and do, um, we did nominations so people could nominate somebody to be in the pageant. And I think I had like 80 some men 
be nominated. So I'm like, okay, so I have that many. I should have an informational meeting. So we sat down and we had an informational meeting of anybody that would be interested. And I believe 23 men showed up. And out of the 23 men, 20 of twenty of them that night committed to do it. And I'm like, I can't do 20 men. That's just crazy. And my dad kept saying, we're going to have to have auditions. It's going to be crazy. And I'm like, who in their right mind wants to do this? But <laughs> 20 men stepped up. <laughs> 20 men. 20 yeah. men did. So actually, it was kind of funny. We had to make cuts. But um, I also did... Year. So how many how many men do you do you allow in the past? Well, we did twelve this year or this past year, which was probably too too many. But I just yeah, it was hard to eliminate someone. Um, but I gave them a year long of they got to go out and do fundraising and do awareness, and they got to sit down with some of the families and learn about the families. So these twelve additional men just totally made a huge awareness for not only Leaps of Love, but for childhood cancer awareness. And they did a phenomenal job. Uh, but I, just just more family members helping me go out there and raise awareness. So we do that only every five years because it's very, very time consuming. But they, they enjoyed it and they loved it. And now all 22 of them men are like, that was the best thing we've ever done, not just for Tracy and Leaps of Love and childhood cancer, just getting to meet other people in the community that you normally wouldn't meet. Mm-hmm. And now they have this bond that they have together. And it's so wonderful to see them out and doing things with their families. So I don't know, it's just overwhelming for me. I just think it's fantastic. Making connections. Making connections, <laughs> yes. I do do an annual $10,000 dinner dance. So it's like an elimination drawing dance. I, that will. This will be our 20th year of doing the dinner dance. So I wanted to make it a little extra special this year. So we've been raising funds with that dance for 20 years. Um, Where's that held at? It will be at the Expo Hall this year. We're trying to make it a bit bigger and um, more fun games to do with the participants. So I don't know. It's still kind of in the works and the making of what we're actually going to do. But I always like to do things different and in a fun kind of way. So um, we've done crazy golfs. I know a lot of people do golf tournaments, but we've done crazy golf where you do a different sport on each on each hole. Um, I, I just like to do different things to, you know, bring awareness and, and bring all that out. I'll change it up a bit to bring, to pique the interest of people too. Exactly. Know, bring, in, bring in different people. And this year we've actually teamed up with the Highlands Lions Club that do an annual for Earl Steiner, his memorial biathlon. But they wanted to team up with Leaps of Love as well to help me again um, raise awareness for childhood cancer. So we are just at the final stages. And I think everything got up last week of turning it into a virtual race. So you can go to highlandbiathlon.org to sign up for that. There's several different races that are happening that day, and it's all virtual. So it's not that day. It is from now till the end of May. So till May 31st, um, there's an individual biathlon, which you can do your biking and your running, or you can do it as a two-man team. So somebody can bike, somebody can run. Um, there's the five-mile run, the 20-mile bike ride, or for people like me that are not big runners, we have the 2K Fun Run Walk, which I'm going to try the walk. <laughs> My grandson is actually going to be doing with, with me as well. So I, it's just a fun um, little way for you know us, us non-athletic people to get involved. But 
yeah, we just got everything turned over to a virtual race. You have till now to May 31st. So it's the first time I've ever done anything virtual like that. So I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. But even if you're not a runner or a biker, you have a whole month to go 2K. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so who do couldn't do that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's what we have coming up in the near future. Um, I just had to cancel. I do do another retreat for 18 to 30 year olds. It's our arch retreat, which is is an acronym for achieving recovery from cancer to health. And it is mostly all late effects. Um, a lot of them are brain tumor kids that are trying to transition into the real world by themselves, whether it's a job or living on their own or going to college. Um, we just try to help them with relationships, whatever they're struggling with. We usually have workshops throughout the weekend of different resources that they can use and help them with to better assist them as they're getting older. Unfortunately, COVID got us on that one as well. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, Yes. COVID's getting a lot of people, but hopefully soon we'll get back to normal. Exactly. If anybody would uh, be interested in helping right now, we do have, and it's, it's on my Facebook page and my, there's a link on the website. Although I'm not able to go out and reach these people personally, we are still connecting with them and trying to send them Amazon cards or like I said, toilet paper, toiletries, cleaning supplies. So I work with the the hospitals once a week, touch base with them, what families are hurting, who can we reach out to? And there is a link that you can help as well if you would be interested in helping us during this COVID-19 issue that we're trying to get through, but still um, keeping our name out there and keeping in touch with these families so that we take a little bit of stress off of what they're already going through. If somebody wanted to donate, say, toilet paper or Clorox wipes, how do they do that? They could either call the office, which all my numbers are on Facebook and and on our website, call the office. We keep it locked up, um, you know, with the social distancing and everything. But I can make an arrangement if you wanted to drop something off that you could meet. I would meet you up at the office and you can drop it off. Or if you want to have it shipped here through Amazon, um, the address, is, like I said, is on that as well. You can have things ship directly here and then I will make a big old basket or a big old box and send it out to the families that are struggling at that time. So always ways to help. COVID is not going to keep us down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Follow us on Facebook. We're trying to get the kids more involved in doing spirit week. Today is crazy sock day. So um, if you get on there and just want to participate with us, we're, we're always trying to, you know, keep it fun and exciting and yeah, we, we, I would uh, I would highly encourage if anybody has not seen their Facebook page, <laughs> go to Leaps of Love Facebook page. It will make you smile every single day. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's great. So why don't you go ahead and give us your website and um, phone number? Okay, it's uh, leapsoflove.org is our website. Um, you can like us on Instagram under Leaps of Love Inc. And then Facebook pages, Just Leaps of Love. And we would love for you to reach out. My number is 618-410-7212. You can call or text any questions that you have there as well. Or send me an email at info at leapsoflove.org. I'm, I'm always available. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show and enlightening us on Leaps of Love. And if anybody wants to volunteer or send some donations, contact Tracy. Till next time. Have a great day.